calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. You're listening to Pixels and Flesh, an Anderson Dexter novel written and read by M. Darusha Wayne. For more information, visit darusha.ca. Chapter 18 I just feel awful, Annabelle said. I can't believe that I might have been helping the very people who have been responsible for everything. Her voice trailed off, and Dex leaned across the virtual sofa to take her in his arms. You're way ahead of yourself, he said. There's so much we don't know, and worst-case scenario, if they are the ones behind these attacks, then it will be thanks to you that we catch them. Her response was incomprehensible, muscled as it was by her face being buried in Dex's chest. Incongruously, Dex wondered what process had done that. Was it Annabelle herself, committed so fully to verisimilitude that even when she was upset, she made her avatar sound right for the moment? More likely, it was an automated process she'd set up in advance, like her seemingly involuntary facial tics. More importantly, why was he thinking of that when he ought to be focused on making her feel better? What was wrong with him? Even though their bodies were simulations, the emotions were all real. Come on, he said, carefully pulling away from her. Let's go over what you found. Methodically, without assuming anything. If they are involved, we'll need more than your sense of concern to go after them. It's more than a sense of concern, she snapped, then took a breath. Sorry, I know what you mean. Okay, Dex said, standing and holding his hand out for her to take. Let's get cracking. There was a set of files and charts laid out on the boardroom table in the squad office. Annabelle had copied them to the case file as soon as she realized what they meant. So, here is the list of courses, available to authenticated users of the Better Biz Brigade. It's completely different to the public-facing list, and look at this. Building your own business on the boss's time. Private housing, where to find it and how to pay for it. These are essentially how-to courses for anti-corporate goons. I don't know, Dex said, unsure. These look exactly like the kind of things we do around here. Okay, fine, Annabelle said, then riffled through the files. Here, what about these? Dex read off the items she highlighted. Spoofing corporate authentication. Creating a local resistance network. He nodded. Those did look more suspicious. A month ago, he probably wouldn't have given them a second thought. He might even have filed the lab away as a potential resource. But now... Okay, this does look bad, he said. I'm going to let the captains know about this, see if we can get some more information about what they really do over there. Annabelle nodded, still looking sick. You didn't do anything wrong, Dex said. You know that, right? She nodded, but he wasn't convinced. Look, this whole thing is complicated. 
I get why these people want to do something to take the firms down a notch. Things have gotten a lot worse in the last few years, and if we just lie down and let it happen, it will get worse still. I can sympathize with the tactics this group is using, even while I know we need to find them and stop them. He picked up one of the files, an encrypted listing of the training site's member list. Even if the people at Better Biz Brigade are part of this, that doesn't exactly make them the bad guys. Depending on how they're involved, it might not make them bad guys at all. And whatever their involvement, you doing a little job for them definitely doesn't make you a bad guy, okay? Yeah, okay, you're right, Annabelle said. It was just a bit of a surprise, you know, and not in a good way. Yeah, I know, Dex said. But look at it another way. This is the first actual lead we've had, and it wouldn't have happened if you didn't take that job. Yeah, yeah, I'm a goddamn hero, Annabelle said bitterly, but she smiled. That was good enough for Dex. After Annabelle linked out of the squad room to get back to her res job, Dex finished off his report. He found that he was in two minds. From one perspective, he wanted to put a stop to these attacks as soon as possible. If BBB was a real lead in that direction, it could bust this case wide open. But even now, he felt like what BBB was trying to do was fundamentally no different from what he and Annabelle and the rest of them were doing. Trying to carve a slice of life away from being dependent on some faceless HR department, and helping other people do the same. He refused to believe that wanting something more was wrong. He refused to condemn the idea of helping other people get a taste of the freedom he already enjoyed. He knew that the difference between what he was comfortable with and what the storefront attackers were doing was only a matter of degrees and details. But he also believed that those details mattered. So he had to find out exactly what BBB was doing. And what better way than to sign up and take a course? Dex linked over to his office to have a think and to get away from the shiny, clean brightness of the squad offices. He leaned back in his chair, feet on his desk, and pulled his hat down low over his eyes. He could still see perfectly well, but it felt like a good thinking position. He knew he could sign up for a benign-sounding course at BBB, take it, then another, and methodically work his way into their confidences. It would be the best way, of that there was no doubt. But it would be slow, and take time away from the rest of his work, and if he were being completely honest with himself, he just wasn't willing to wait. Usually he was a reasonably patient person, especially when it came to work. He liked to let a puzzle work itself out in his subconscious, and found that trying to rush a solution usually ended up costing more time in the end. But this was different. It wasn't figuring out a puzzle, it was getting information. Index knew that if what you wanted could be found in files online, there were shortcuts to getting it. Annabelle could crack their security in her sleep. She could have, even before she got first-hand experience with their system. But she hadn't mentioned that, even when she was still in the throes of her guilt trip. It didn't mean she wouldn't do it, but it did mean that it wasn't her first thought. And Dex didn't love the idea either. If BBB wasn't involved in these storefront attacks, breaking into their system would compromise a lot of people who obviously valued anonymity. No, there had to be another way. He was letting that puzzle play out in the back of his mind when his system prodded him with a notification. He knocked his hat back on his head and sat up. A vague glow emanated from his inbox, and Dex pulled the file folder to his green felt blotter. He flipped it open. It was the analysis he'd run on the Oyuba tenants of the disk blocks which were listed for sale. 
It had completed days ago, but he'd dismissed the notification and then forgotten about it. Luckily, his system knew him, and popped the notification back up after the file had remained unopened for a while. He scanned the results and immediately saw that there was something odd going on at Oyuba. All the disk blocks which were now for sale had gone through a series of owners in the past several years. The same series of owners, all originating and being owned by an arm of Oyuba. Dex did a quick lookup of the other hosts, and until the two most recent owners, they were all sub-brands of Oyuba. Then all the blocks transferred ownership to a small, private company called Colex, which seemed to be a black hole of information. They had no existing online presence, they appeared to no longer have any holdings, and any historical information simply led back to a set of disk blocks. A set of twelve disk blocks. Exactly the number that Irina Nightingale bequeathed to whoever she bequeathed them to. Dex was fairly certain that Irina Nightingale was Colex, or maybe it was more like the other way around. Private owners weren't listed by name, so each disc block could theoretically have passed through several private owners before it got to Nightingale, but Dex doubted it. Checking the dates, Colex appeared to have dissolved only about a month before Arena Nightingale died, and all these disc blocks became part of her estate, before she posthumously distributed them to other individuals. What was she up to? And how did she manage to take over a significant fraction of a big firm's disc block business? essentially without anyone noticing. Dex linked out of his office and refocused on the physical world. His head was toying with the idea of aching, and something felt strange in his belly. Oh yeah, hunger. He wondered how much time he'd spent in M-City in the last 48 hours. More than the usual, he was sure. He padded out of the closet office and grabbed something for his rumbling gut. He poked around in Annabelle's stim cupboard, looking for something for his head, but after finding half a dozen items with baffling names and combinations of effect, he gave up. He always felt weird on stims anyway, and he was probably just dehydrated. He grabbed a bottle of water and downed it before realizing that Annabelle wasn't there. There was a note icon blinking on their tabletop, so he tapped it open. Had an idea. Gone to the beach. Ping me. That was odd, but the beach was one of the few places in the physical world that Annabelle enjoyed. Maybe Dex's weird ways were rubbing off on her. Still, it kind of gave him the creeps. He popped another bottle of water and sat at the table. As much as he wanted to run after Annabelle, she was an adult. If she wanted to feel the sand between her toes, then she could go and do that, and she didn't need him hovering over her to make sure she was okay. She'd lived here without him for a long time. He needed to stop being so protective. The timestamp on the note meant that she wouldn't have left the apartment more than half an hour previously. He'd give her some time before he butted in. In order to stop himself from watching the minutes take their interminable time ticking over, Dex logged into the local squad board. He hadn't checked it in days, and he was somehow surprised to see that the storefront attacks had continued. There had been the usual several days grace period, when the local team was off busting up shops in some neighborhood town, no doubt, but yesterday there had been another attack that followed the pattern precisely. A 24-hour stim kiosk down by the entertainment district was vandalized when the clerk closed briefly to attend to a personal emergency. Toilet break, Dex figured, but that was a costly time to be caught out. The clerk had been dismissed on the spot. Fuck. What was wrong with these people? How could they not see that a bit of broken plastic glass and some wrecked stock wasn't going to phase an outfit like Empire? 
But this clerk, where were they going to go now? Would this be one more person living in a makeshift shanty on the beach? The beach. Damn it, Dex didn't care anymore if he was getting in her way. He wanted to know what could have possibly prompted Annabelle to go for an honest-to-God walk. He pinged her and found his fingers drumming incessantly on the tabletop as he waited for an answer. Finally, he heard her voice. Hey, Dex. You okay? She laughed. Of course. But if you're free, you might want to join me. I've been talking with some people you might like to meet. You've been listening to Pixels in Flesh by M. Darusha Wayne. For more information about this and the other Anderson Dexter books, visit darusha.ca. Thanks for listening.